jumping on and uh, hanging out, spending some time and uh, willing to be a guest basically on the podcast. So uh, let's just go ahead and go through and let's just start with the reason why uh, again, like I wanted to, I wanted to have you on the podcast because you are a, and I don't know if you would call yourself there, this, or if this is just how we connected, but you are a, a digital nomad, correct? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so and, I'm first of all, I'm happy to join. Um, I actually feel honored that you invited me to, to have this chit chat with you today. And digital nomad it's like you know if, if you, uh, i heard one um one uh one explanation like what is a digital nomad and um the person said a homeless with a laptop <laughs> dude that is that i mean it, so feel, it feels pretty spot on right though like almost i mean not not to say like homeless like where you're like out on the streets and stuff like that but you you know what i mean you're constantly in in travel mode right yeah and, you move around definitely yeah yeah and so oh real quick uh ivy uh it just a quick before we get any deeper uh just a brief like history like how did you uh come about to become like this digital nomad and stuff like that and you know uh where are you from what's your like i said your initial background you know all that good stuff all right then as, as you start, like initially, I'm I'm Austrian. I have a Serbian Slovakian background, so I'm from Europe. So I'm actually very excited to talk to you, uh, Louis, in um, in the USA. Um, uh, yeah, how I get to all this? It's um, I was living a, a normal, like a, a simple city life. You would say, like with a, you know, with a with a good job and uh, fulfilling expectations, my expectations, but especially expectations of others. And I was dreaming the big dream to live by the sea. Yeah? So it was like, oh my God, I want to wake up like every morning. I want to wake up and I want to look out of my window, my terrace. I want to see the sea. Yeah? I wanted to be connected to some sort of water, island lifestyle. And it has been a dream for 10 years and I didn't dare. I was literally scared to leave things behind, to fail especially, you know, because like, what if I fail, you know, I tell everyone I'm going and then I have to come back, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. And that was, I told you so, right? That's a very big fear that uh, I think a lot of people have, including myself. There's, you know what I mean? Because, uh, yeah, you've been, like I said, it's taking that first step. I mean, now you've been doing it for uh, I don't know the exact timeline. I'm sure we'll get into it right now, but you're, you know, you're more comfortable, more confident, like calling yourself a digital nomad. Like this is my lifestyle. This is what I created for myself, you know? And like you said, you weren't that confident in the beginning about it. Correct. Uh, no, I was not. I mean, as I said, I was scared and I also didn't go for, uh, for a digital nomad lifestyle immediately. Like this is not what I had the previous years. It was, more like I left the country, I left to Greece, I left to the sea, I left to the island. Yeah. But mm -hmm. I did get myself a stable job first. <laughs> it was like, okay, I found a job in that area where I was working for three years there. Uh, it was a, a job in tourism. And I felt like actually, funny enough, secure enough, you know, it was like, it was a job, it was just in another country. But mm -hmm. what I did miss what I mean, maybe this is what I needed to settle to experience a uh, you know, to live abroad, first of all. 
And later, uh, as this three years passed, and I was like, oh my God, like, especially after Corona as well, I was like, okay, it's time to get flexible. Yeah, it's time to get flexible uh, in my job. So I decided to get uh, self-employed again. Um, I decided, and I, and I thought like, you know, I'm gonna think further. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not just self-employed, but I'm gonna be time and place independent. And this led me eventually to the thing like, you know what? Because I, I will have that. I'm not dependent anymore to, to have an office, to be at the same place, then I could actually travel as well. And this is how then everything came up and now the big plans are standing or developing uh, to travel to Southeast Asia next year. Mm-hmm. And so uh, how, how old were you when you, when you first um, moved to Greece? How old? Wait, let me I am not that old. I was 30. I was 30. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you, like you said, you had been living uh quote unquote, like normal life in your home country, but you had always felt this, this want and this, this dream to, to live that island lifestyle. And so you, when you took the leap and, and did move to the island and specifically it was Greece for you. And uh, you, you started with this, uh, this, this job there. What was the job there that you were doing? I've been working uh, for a diving school. I was, uh, I was, uh, uh, oh my God, <laughs> I was working for a diving school on the island. Um, I did sales mm-hmm. in person and over email. That was it, basically. Yeah. I, I was yeah. a job of this job, so I did not. I, I mean, I became a diver, which I'm very thankful for. So I got mm-hmm. to experience the the the, the deepness of, of the sea, but I did miss. Um, I didn't miss my, my freedom because I, I was actually in the office. It, it became a job like I had it uh, back then at home. Right. And so, it, like you said, that kind of getting like a, a normal, like secure job uh, kind of helped you make that leap to, to living abroad. Because it sounds like in your mind, you broke down the process where you like, where is like the first goal is just to get to the island. It doesn't matter how you get there. And then so you find a job, secure job get to the island, live that island life. And then you're like, okay, this is cool and everything, but I want, now I want flexibility with your, with my time, with my, yeah. you know what I mean? With your schedule. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I have to say now, as we speak about it, it seems pretty clear. Yeah. And I broke down the steps, but back then it wasn't as clear to be honest. Yeah. I, I and what I wanted, except for this life at the sea. So, and of course the next, uh, the next step, you dare to make is like to get a job, right? I mean, this is what all what we all do. But I think that what I have now or what I'm uh, growing and developing now is um, it required growth of almost three and a half years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then so what's when you uh, when you get out of this, um, this diving school job, and you start going into more of a, like an online like space what is what does that first like job look like and how did you come about it you know oh wow how was it and first of all i listened to a podcast <laughs> it was 2021 when everything was shut down and you know boredom kicked in and um i was just uh, digging spotify and i found an inspirational podcast and i've been reading books too and i just said uh, okay t- 2021 i just took the year for myself to discover myself and to discover what I'm capable of, 
Yeah? I was um, reading motivational books, of course, but I started writing down ideas. Ideas, you know, I'm sure you all know, and I'm sure that you also know, you have sometimes an idea that just, you know, comes to your mind. And before, once you start thinking about it, you're like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. No, mm-hmm. never make it. You know, that that's silly. Stop thinking, you know. I allowed myself the first time in my life to say, like, you know what? No, I'm going to grab a, a notebook and I'm going to, just write everything down that comes to my mind, no matter, you know, without judgment, without mm-hmm. going to ever do it or not, if it's ridiculous or dreamy or realistic. Yeah. So just started mm-hmm. writing down things. And um, this eventually <laughs> led to an amazing idea. And along that way and this discovery, um, I met people. Um, I talked to people. And you know, like how this way, when you meet people, you get inspired, you get encouraged. And this is where I stand now. Damn. So it just all, it just took that, that self-reflection basically. Right. And that, and that, that, that desire to, to want to do it. Right. Yeah. It's a lot of behind the scenes work like that. Nobody, like nobody probably knew. It's not like you told people like, Hey, this is what I do now, you know? Uh, no, I did that. Oh my God. Like, you know, when you have, <laughs> I still sometimes take this notebook and today it has been a time, like time has passed since. But if I look at those ideas I was writing down, I was like, oh my God, you know, today I really laugh about it. But I was, you know, as well a bit like ashamed and I, I, I yeah, ashamed that I wanted to break out of the norm, of the conventional working system. Yeah? I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to even talk about this. This is my thing, you know, I'm going to tell them once I've done it. I mean, yeah. things might have gone maybe easier if I would have talked more about it, you know, because then you also connect the right people with the right people. But anyway, it was a process. Uh, it was the first time in my life I was doing such a thing. So I rather kept it, as you said, like rather decent and I haven't been talking much. I've been writing a lot. Wow. That's um, that's cool that you went through that whole process and that it can't. it ended up like uh, like benefiting you, you know what I mean? Because I think that's where uh, we're always on the on the go all the time. Like we've talked about it before, where like you know, like being on social media all the time is like it's kind of draining to a point because like you're just your mind's always racing and you never kind of stop and think of like anything productive to do, you know? Mm-hmm. I get you. Yeah, you get yeah. lost. You get lost in in yeah. I don't even know. I don't know how to call it, but like it's- in the noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. You you find yourself better in the in the in the silence and in the peace. And first of all, you need the courage to look at it because all these sides are. You know, it sounds also exciting, but you also discover darker sides and maybe not ideal situations yeah, when you are in. But I, it uh, literally, it, it, it you grow. You grow from every every thought, every step forward or backward. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Yeah, that's uh, that's very. Uh, very insightful that of you to say that and figure that out and stuff like that. So then, you get this, um, you do this, all this reflecting and things like that. And then, what does your next uh, step look like after this this deep introspection and expression to yourself? Ah, uh, you mean um, in 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 what area of my life? Um, yeah, specifically like career career wise and things like that. Oh, well, career-wise, yeah. I mean, I, uh, my my ideas, I 
I put through so far went pretty well, actually. I'm running now two businesses at the moment. I'm teaching German as a foreign language, which I basically grow my, my students and the community like within a month and um, a pretty much enjoyable process, I have to say, because what I always love doing um, as a, because I used to be a sports and fitness trainer. So as a coach, I loved uh, setting goals with people and reaching them together and working towards this goal. So I'm finding back my passion in, um, in teaching uh, the language, which is uh, completely online and gives me some freedom to schedule as I like together with yeah. my students. And I, I started a business in network marketing, which is a, a bigger project, which should uh, allow me in a couple of years from now to become actually a halftime athlete again. Oh, really? Yeah. That's freaking awesome. So you went, so after, like I said, all this deep introspection and things like that, you you moved into the online space to give yourself that, as you said in the beginning, you wanted that flexibility, that freedom of, of time and, and space, basically. Like you want to be able to, to travel uh, almost at will and not have to worry about uh, like not getting paid basically, right? Because mm -hmm. I think that's, that's a big thing is like everybody has all these like big, like, oh, I want to do this and that and this and that or whatever it's like, but you got to, at the end of the day, like you got to pay for it, you know, some type of way. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, like um, if we speak about uh, being independent in that in that term, yeah. So it's we speak all about freedom. Yeah. First of all, in in my business, that I have my visions and I have my my own values. Yeah, that was very mm -hmm. important. And then the freedom just to to be able to move around. Like, but you, I mean, for myself. Um, that maybe for others might sound like, oh my God, and then the next week she travels there and the next week she travels there and then we go there, you know? Mm -hmm. um, yes, if I'm on holiday. But um, I think what I discovered for myself, like even like traveling, I would also starting in January in Asia, I would definitely uh, try to settle for two or three months because mm -hmm. um, you get to know the culture on one hand, because this is one reason why I'm doing it. On the other hand, to, to settle and to um, feel home, some sort of sense, and to be able to work again and to focus takes a bit more time. So mm -hmm. I, I, don't, I don't imagine myself moving around every five days. Yeah. And, and yeah. so that's like, uh, that's a, that's like, you realize that what, that's what works for you. Like, that's what you like, but like you have that, that, uh -huh. that, um, like you said, independence to like make that decision for yourself where it's like, okay, like you're, you like to, you know, get almost immersed in like the, the scene that you're in, you know what I mean? Whether the setting basically, whether that's like whatever part of the country, like this specific city, because it's different. I think, um, like we talked about before, like when you're traveling, like it's, it's cool to like go visit new places and stuff like that. But like, and you know, see all like the touristy type stuff that they want you to see and things, but it's also cool to, like you said, be uh, be like immersed in like the culture, basically, you know, and almost like live that life for you know a period of time. Yeah, yeah I think that. And so that's uh, that's cool that you you're able to do that, and like I said, make that decision for yourself and everything like that, all with you know just your your hard work and you know dedication to the to the process, you know. Yeah, this is what I wanted to say. Like now I can do it, but it was it was a it was a a, a path I had to take 
I had to make a, make a decision. And I think all of us some sort of can. It's just like the you need to, to make the decision once someday and to know your way how to get there. Yeah. So then it doesn't it's not just a dream anymore, but it's like uh, it's a goal. But, you know, every single step you need to do to reach it. Yeah. And then I, it's just a matter of executing. Yeah, absolutely. I do like to compare this to sports. You know, if you like make a, a program for someone, right? Mm -hmm. Did you, you you tell your clients and it's like, okay, this is what we're going to do to reach this because you want to be there, right? Mm -hmm. And I love, and I love sports in these terms because I really love comparing this to, to a business life. Mm -hmm. But also any other area in life, it, it just always fits no matter what. I don't know if you agree with me, but I think no, you do. I, I totally agree with you. And uh, I think uh, that's where a lot of benefit comes from uh, in sports. Like see, people could see it as like, oh, it's just a dumb game or it's just, uh, you know, a bunch of like raging fans yelling at each other and stuff like that. But I think um, if you've like experienced it as an athlete, like no matter the level, you know what I mean? You, you understand that, uh, you understand that, like the element of competition, but then also, um, seeing the benefits of like your hard work, basically, like, you know, if you go through, like, whether it's a program, like you said, with, with the client or, or if you're like on a sports team and you're an athlete, like, and you go through a season, like, you know, if you had a bad season, like you can look back and reflect and be like, okay, this is why I had a bad season. And that mm -hmm. could apply to, like you said, business or pretty much anything. Or if you have a goal of having like a good season then you're like, okay, what needs to happen to, to make it a good season? And you can lay out those, those steps. And then just, it's a matter of execution. And like I said, that's like you said, that's a reality in, in sports or athletics in general. And then, but just in other parts of life, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and so, uh, that is a perfect segue because th like I said, this is loosely, we loosely talk about fitness on here. Sometimes, um, I want to get into a little bit of your, of your fitness background. So when did, when did that start? Cause right now, one, you mentioned that you used to be a coach. Um, yeah. but then also too, I'm sure you were an athlete of some type before or in some type of, you know, activity. And so when did, when did, um, it start for you like were you in sports as a kid or oh. was there certain activities you know what i mean that you liked like what made you like being like having an active lifestyle basically yeah yeah i mean i was uh, born in an active lifestyle so to say my parents always encouraged that and always supported so i tried to make a long story short because there has been so much it just i started young i, I was playing handball and this is also like very Till today, I have my best friends from from that uh, from that handball team when I was young. Wow! There was yeah a break after because you know you you become this teenager and then you know like going out becomes more fancy than training four times a week and going on yeah. weekends. You know I think we've been all through this. And later later on, I found myself actually uh, in CrossFit again. I started CrossFitting like a warrior uh, warrior, and it was like simultaneously at the same time and i started also my uh coach uh fitness coach education so that was connected and i've been doing internships and through crossfit actually i got hooked on weightlifting uh which is like actually funny because if you see me today you would never think ever that i was literally on olympic weightlifting <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> 
people think like what you <laughs> no not true yeah it was it was a short career so to say i mean crossfit was a, a, a band of a couple of years um olympic weightlifting was a bit shorter because things got pretty much all mixed up because i had um i was self-employed as a fitness coach but i was i you know i knew what i want to do where i want to help but i was not uh i was not like aligned with myself mm-hmm. because it was i mean first time self-employed so you are basically naive and you are like oh you think like you know the whole world is going to come to you yeah uh, <laughs> and once it comes eventually you don't know how to handle it anymore because it's just i was just working i was working so much i was continuously overwhelmed because it's not just that i've been doing a job i was working physically too because you want to you know i always wanted to impress and to be there with my clients i was like you know if you jump around for eight hours a day you know what it means right yeah it's, it's definitely a different type of like energy to to be able to, oh, to coach people whether it's in a small group or one-on-one is even you know more demanding it almost yeah, feels yeah. like so uh I, I definitely hear where you're coming from on that end right there yeah so it was intense and i i was too young just to know to handle it because i just want to you know i wanted to perform and on top of that i was putting my you know my trainings my competitions and you know everything just got literally mixed up there was no boundary anymore and it took quite some years that i like developed i i just got a complete breakdown but uh i don't blame the sports for that i don't mm-hmm. blame myself for it because i mean it was the first experience as a self-employed but i have to say i pushed through for five years so it was mm-hmm. not like you know a short yeah. time in my life but it was actually i discovered that i have an eating disorder and this uh actually sports became an addiction to cover that yeah and this yeah. is very, very wrong so and this was actually also the end of my first sports career because I had to disconnect from everything from my job because it was some sort of connected to expectations from others that I was not supposed to meet anymore um speaking about nutrition got like such a bad taste you know it was really hard Mm -hmm. and I just had to stop exercising and working out for a good look because this is what it was all about yeah Mm-hmm. And that was like a big cut. Yeah? And I was, uh, I didn't do any sports except for like, you know, like little trials, but nothing serious. I, I, I didn't want to even hear about it. And I think it was about four years straight. And then I actually discovered myself new and it took quite some time. It took um, yeah, years. I don't even know how long. And 2019, I... Uh, found my passion for running actually and this is um what i'm busy with till today wow so uh it 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 sounds like uh it's been like every fitness journey it's it has its ups and downs right like we we all do uh myself included but then other other guests of the show have shared theirs and same thing it's been it always goes like in the, not always, but one of the ways that I see it play out. And again, it's the same for me and everybody else that, that kind of gets, gets involved in, in fitness is like you, you start off, you know, because either a, you've been doing it since you were young and like, you don't know nothing else, or you find it late, you find it at a certain point in your life and it, you, you, you gain all the benefits. Cause right. Like, let's be honest, like 
working out what you know whatever your workout is just working out is like it's so good like it feels good it, it you, like you look good like everything yeah. right like there, it's yeah. just all benefits but then uh you can get addicted to it right just like just like anything everything is dose dependent right yeah. you could take it you could take it too far and i've had people here on this uh, podcast share uh you know where they take it too far with their nutrition and or they take it too far with like their workouts and then they they either hit a plateau or some type of obstacle and then they they backslide a little bit and okay. you know the level of severity is is different for everybody you know what i mean like other people you know it's happened a couple months and then they figured it out and they got their balance back other people like yourself included like it's been it's years it's been a, it's a whole journey you know what i mean and this is a this is kind of like why i like having these conversations so other people can hear it because they might be in it right now or they they can look for they can know what's coming and either work to minimize it or avoid it at it at, at uh in 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 its entirety you know what i mean if they can help it right yeah i mean absolutely i mean speaking about those struggles i mean uh athletes generally if we see our media they're being put as a yeah they don't seem to struggle really you know because there's not being much talked about um what it means to be a professional right mm -hmm. um, we see their successes and we see their losses but actually behind the scenes there's not much i mean unless you follow a personal instagram and they are open to share but yeah. every journey every sports journey this is like also no matter the level um no matter if people start if people um, are somewhere like having a comeback in that sense yeah, there is always uh, um, yeah, obstacles as you said right I mean it can be a busy job and you still have to find you have to make the time and to have the dedication to go to the gym yes it is right or you are um, you, you, you train very hard right and you still have to make time to recover next to your normal life right so what I think what is important, yeah, first of all, to know your goal, like where I'm going, because if you don't mm -hmm. know your goal, you will always be kind of lost and, mm -hmm. you know, like floating around. And secondly, know your why. Why are you doing it? This is something that really missed, uh, I was missing back then, yeah? It mm -hmm. was basically this looking good thing, but I, I didn't know why, because it was not for myself. And to figure out it's, it was for the others, it was actually like you know kind of sad to discover that because it was mm -hmm. never for me it was always for the others so i didn't know really why i'm doing it mm -hmm. although i was doing it day in day out you know yeah you were but like stuck in like that that grind mode yeah <laughs> grind mode. <laughs> yeah. right like you just that's it you just wake up every day and you just grind right yeah yeah and i think and whoever starts or restarts a sport journey, like know you, like your why, check in with yourself, you know, like, um, for example, I don't know, a simple thing, like if some, like, somebody would like lose weight, you know, in mm -hmm. people's minds, losing weight can be anything, you know, it doesn't mean that you uh, look like a supermodel afterwards. It just might mean for yourself that you want to be uh, more free in motion or you want to get healthy again yeah it's always connected to how you look afterwards i mean luckily with sports it comes kind of automatically and this is like our little reward because you're gonna look great anyway yeah no matter yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like, in that part it's like the 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 function like dictates how you're gonna look like if you're competing hard like you're gonna you're gonna look like an athlete basically right yeah 
if you want or not, you're gonna look like it, right? But yeah. Knowing why you're doing it, yeah, it shouldn't be just a simple look, you know. Like, I mean, if we look all the way, we look, and either someone likes it or not. And this is just something. It's so much more important to be aligned and to respect yourself, also in a, in in a way. Yeah, and so this is this is like an idea, and I I can't. I'm not, I haven't vocalized it, so I'm about to vocalize it right now, but I can't uh, figure out how to like express it and share it. But if you think about like, I remember when I first started like working out, like I just wanted to look like ripped, like you know, like sh- like shredded, basically. You know, I just wanted a six pack, basically. And then and, and then so that was my goal. Like that's what I did. Like I worked out, and I worked out until I had a six pack, basically. I like I freaking crushed my abs like every day, and like just until they started forming, right? And I just beat them mm-hmm. like that. Cool. That's cool. Now I got a six pack. Sweet and then and then now it's like well i just work out now because like i feel i feel freaking great you know what i mean like i'm i'm almost 30 and i always hear people complain like oh you're almost 30 like you're getting old like everything's gonna start breaking down blah blah blah. and i'm like but i've been like i've been taking care of my body since i was like 20 ish maybe a little bit older than 20 so like almost 10 years and like i said i feel way better than i do now when i was than when I was in my 20s, you know what I mean? Which is crazy to me. And I, it, it seems weird. And like, I wanna keep that going for as long as possible. So like, I try to work out like as intelligently as possible. Like, yes, I push myself, uh, but like not to a point where like I'm getting injured or I'm overtraining or things like I try to have, I try to make it like as optimal for me as possible. Yeah. And, and so um, like, uh, I feel like other people would benefit from like like you like you said like finding it like figuring out like your why and like really like connecting with it because again going back to like somebody that wants to lose weight like you're right they don't necessarily want to look like like a supermodel like maybe they just want to like feel good about looking at themselves in the mirror you know what i mean and that that doesn't necessarily mean a supermodel look it just means that they look better than what their current situation is right and And no matter what, an improvement, a, a step forward, something that that you feel like good about yourself afterwards, like that can be everything. And I think it's literally everybody's freedom to make this choice, choice first of all. And as you said, like you're feeling much better now. Yes, because you are. It's it's pure self care what you do yeah. right now. Yeah, it's, it's not against you, but it's with your body. Yeah, and it's very subjective too. Like it's it's all about wh- how you think about it, right? It's it's really just you nothing else and so that uh that was the other thing too like i wanted to say is like people have like this it's like you know how they they like a like a sculptor starts with like a block of marble right and then they carve this this statue uh-huh. right and then the stat you know think of like you know david or something like that like one of those yeah. one of those like marble statues where they're like their bodies like they look good like they're freaking ripped like everything's all all nice and stuff like that like i've every i feel like everybody has that that look because we all have the same musculature you know what i mean we all like in general like like yeah. we all have the same muscles it, anatomy, like anatomy wise everybody's the same and so they they have that underneath them for themselves like they just haven't like like sculpted it yet basically right and i'm not saying that it, it comes out like yeah like you, you look exactly like the statue where like completely like perfect shredded body like that stuff but but you have like your own version of that you know what i mean 
like you may not necessarily have like be genetically gifted with like the biggest thighs or like the biggest you know like arms or something like that but you can you can you can sculpt that that body part and make it look like how how you have it you know yeah the best version of yourself for yourself yes yes and and so it's it's cool that like i said and i'm happy that you're you're sharing like this journey because like like you and everybody else and myself included like i said it's it's a journey and it it takes a long time and so it's it's cool to get um you know to get started but what's the what do we have to realize is that it's 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 really lifelong right like everybody yeah. thinks of it in like a little 30 day 60 day 90 day whatever 12 week like it's this and then they don't realize that they have to maintain you know what i mean yeah, yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, here, I, if I may blame someone, I would blame the industry. But on the other hand, you can't do that because everybody wants to make money, right? So it's like these quick programs were made to be sold. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's, just, it's um, like every program you do, everything you try, it either works for you or it doesn't work. But they're not bad nor good so it just either it either works for you it fits your lifestyle or not but what i always try to give away as a coach and i think you're doing the same like i know we, we spoke about it last time it mm -hmm. is um like uh giving something to the person that makes them realize that um being connected to your body living a healthy uh, on the record you know like healthy life mm -hmm. a balanced life um in with a good feeling about yourself uh is a lifestyle it's not a 12-week program because again after 12 weeks you might reach your goal the way mm -hmm. you look you're gonna damage it right after like you know our bodies are we are made to move simply mm -hmm. if you're in the stone age i mean we are hunters and we are gatherers so it's not it's not like you know something we made up together to be like oh let's be fitness coach you know <laughs> I'm sure we're gonna gonna do something about it but it's our it's in our nature and I think it's important to understand for everyone who starts a journey like don't rush it through enjoy enjoy every single step of it um, find your balance and make it a lifestyle this yeah. is the way to go about this is what makes you uh, wake up the next day and go to the gym because it comes automatic like that's just what you do right it's like your it's like your habit and and that you just brought up a good point too like you said make it like your lifestyle it's the people that i see that are like the the that are have success like with their with their fitness or health or whatever like feel the best about themselves or whatever it's it's the people that like you said make it a lifestyle like um I'm sure you have other hobbies besides working out. Uh, I know I have other hobbies besides working out. I know all my friends that work out also have other other hobbies outside the gym. Like they don't just live in the gym. And you know, some of them do because you know when it comes to like competing in, uh, you know, weightlifting, CrossFit, and stuff like that. Like that's what they like to do. But that's, you know, what I mean that it's still a part of like their lifestyle. You know what I mean? And and so other like other athletes that I've worked with, like like I said, they they have other things in their life that they like to do um and and they and they're able to like i said make it part of their like integrate it into their lifestyle where it's like not just like i i think people get the the wrong idea about like being 
uh, a like a fitness enthusiast or whatever is you think like oh you just eat chicken and broccoli and you just work out all the time I'm just like well that's not true you know what I mean like I love to I love to eat I love to drink uh like I love to hang out with friends and like talk I like I like to play soccer like I love to like read books like I love to do all this other stuff I don't just I don't just work out and and eat protein all day you know what I mean like that that's part of that's part of it like those are slices of the pie but that's not the whole freaking pie you know what I mean Oh, and I think that's what makes makes you human too, right? I mean, we all have, I mean, some have family, we have jobs, we have, I mean, don't forget the recovery time in between, like we can't hustle in the gym 24-7. So, exactly. of course, I'm reading books too, I like writing. I'm so much into hikes as I'm living in the mountain or close to the mountains. So um, everyone uh, has a, you know, it, it's a part of your life. And what I also wanted to mention here is it's consistency. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. once a week, every week, it's still a part of your lifestyle. Yeah, you know, just like just like everything else that you do. Yeah. And it's a it's like a lot of people say like they don't uh, they don't have time to like make it finish their lifestyle. Like I'll give you an example. Like I had a client. I started working with him last year, and his biggest uh, like struggle was the consistency. Like you said, because he was like, I don't have time. I don't have time. Uh -huh. And I'm like, you got, I'm like, like, you have, you have to make time. Like if, you know, I bet if you check your screen time on your phone, you, you're at like eight hours a day, like you could find, you know, less than an hour in that screen time. And you can apply that towards, you know, your workouts, you know? And, and yeah. so after, after the first 12 weeks, uh, that that's exactly what happened. Like he was, he started out by doing, you know, maybe one workout a week on his program. And then by the end of the 12 weeks, uh, he was up to like three plus and he was like, okay, like I'm ready. Like, give me more, give me more workouts. You know what I mean? Like I can handle this. I want more like, and, and that, and that's all that really happened was just that, that mental shift of, of like you said, making the time and being like, okay, like if this is really a priority for me, then I'm going to make it a priority for myself. You know what I mean? Exactly. Because it is a, it is a question of priority. Like, Sometimes you just have to split up your life, your day in spin pieces and you'd be like, okay, why I've been doing this? You don't even know why we sometimes do things like, yeah, I could have spanned it better. Mm -hmm. or, and or and I think that's another thing too, is like how you talked about like introspection and, and reflecting on your thoughts and stuff like that. You could do the same thing with like your day. Like you could look at your days over, you know, a week and be like, okay, like I did this and I did this and this and it's like, like, where could I, where could I fit a workout in? Oh. what choices can I make to, to make me healthier? Like, oh, I ate this fast food and I probably could have just packed a lunch. Okay, that's a change. And that's a step I mean, in the right direction, you know? Definitely. I mean, I mean, it's, I mean, I've been through this a couple of weeks ago to this whole self-management topic. I mean, this would now like go way too far uh, to talk about this, but it's indeed, yeah. Look at your day and you'll be like, okay, I might be, we all are, I'm sure we are, we are wasting some of our time. And um, which is okay on one hand, as long as it doesn't feel wasted. And if I think once you set uh, your priorities, they can also change, right? I mean, I'm not saying once you set a priority, it needs to stay for, like that forever and ever and ever. For sure. You can also change priorities, right? I mean, it's everything is like, like our whole lives are in motion. Nothing is the same as yesterday. So it's also like the, maybe to take away this fear a little bit, if you say like, okay, I'm gonna work out now, uh, once a week, this thing, or twice a week, it might change. Another time, uh, part of your life, another period of your life, just might change the circumstances, and you have to readjust again. 
yeah exactly and i'll give you a perfect example like right now uh currently so like i used to work out in the gym uh monday through friday sometimes saturday if i could fit it in and then soccer on sundays right so currently what i'm doing is like i work out monday tuesday wednesday i take thursdays off like today uh i like to podcast on thursday so i kind of make time for that uh i'll stretch a little bit and just kind of again go into like that recovery piece of 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 the lifestyle and and then friday i'll do i'll get another workout in saturday is always like sometimes or whatever and then i still play soccer on sunday but like on the way my schedule is right now on tuesdays and wednesdays i those aren't always like workouts in the gym like at the crossfit gym you know what i mean like i'm not always i don't always have a barbell in my hands right now or or doing pull-ups and stuff like you'll see me like go over to the park right next to where i live and i'll go just do a body weight workout at the park you know and knock that out or go to to the track at the college down the street from where i live and the same thing it's like it's those it's not like uh like in the gym working out but i'm still getting a workout in it's just that's just what works for my schedule you know what i mean so like the frequency didn't change the only thing that changed was like the form of working out you know what i mean yeah, yeah or the intensity can change as well can be adjusted to to your lifestyle yeah. exactly and i do that like every day like so like you know i'm sure you're uh, really in tune with like your body and you know like just when you wake up and go through a warm up, you're like, okay, like I can push this workout today and I'm going to get after it. Or like, Hey, like you look back and be like, Oh, I got shitty sleep or I didn't eat that great. So like my performance probably isn't going to be that great, but I'm going to try to give it my all. And you, yeah. you have that understanding after, after years of doing this, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's something that it's a lear- again, a process. You learn these things and it's also the most important thing is not to be disappointed, but to be actually proud of yourself that you show up every like every day you decide to like to say okay it's training i show up and it can be different every day our performance level is different every day and yes once you realize that and you take it in and you give yourself um the permission to feel like that there's nothing that can go wrong yeah exactly and i think that's a lot of it takes a lot of um like you said self self-management i think is the term that you used a little bit ago time management yeah but this part i would just call is like um yeah to to get to know yourself yeah like being aware like 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 conscious consciousness and awareness definitely yeah yeah and that's that's uh i think that's really important and that's like like and that's a thing that's like very subtle like i don't i don't don't know if you can make like a tiktok about that or something you know what i mean but it's just it's really it's a really deep like concept i think Oh, definitely. I think we could record like another five podcast episodes about these topics. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's cool. So uh, earlier before we before we started, uh, you mentioned that you were in the currently in the Netherlands right now, right? So you have been living in Greece for how long? Oh, I'm still there. I'm still there. I didn't move yet. I'm just, um, I had like a, a side trip to the Netherlands to have a few arrangements um, uh, to get thing, a few things done for the company and uh, had some appointments here. Beautiful. And, yeah, the reason why I'm connected to the Netherlands is because my partner is from the Netherlands and we are together for three years now. And that's how it happened that I made some friends and I'm also friends with his family. So that's where I stay right now for a week, taking a break um, from Greece. But uh, Monday I'm flying back already. Okay, cool. Yeah. 
that's cool. And so again, this just this speaks to like the level of the flexibility that you have, not only financially, but um, with your with your um, with your time, with your time, basically, because you 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 can just dip out to the Netherlands for a week and not skip a beat, basically, right? Exactly. No, I'm working. I mean, I took some a little bit more time off, of course, because I want to visit those friends and I'll spend some time with family. But actually, I'm working every day. I took a day off to settle, you know, to calm down a little. And I even managed with all that to increase my training a little bit. And it's, uh, yeah, it's pure freedom. It's pure freedom and uh, pure joy to live a life. And I think that's a that's a beautiful thing. And like I said, this is the the main reason that I wanted to have this conversation is because, like I said, it's 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 really cool. Like I, like we talked about before, like it like with, for me, like I love training people in person like so much. But I also have like the online portion of my business as well. And so like a, a dream or yeah, like a goal for me would be to if I to have the flexibility to be able to go all online you know what i mean for like a month or two and go yeah. go travel somewhere basically you know yeah and so it, it's it's cool that you have that and i think other people will will definitely benefit from uh from hearing your story not only just like your lifestyle that you currently live but then also like you're just your whole fitness journey and all the the great freaking points that you brought up and like um i think it's very it'll be like thought-provoking for like the people that yeah. do listen to this Thank you so much. I really, it's, a, it's an honor to be here to talk with you about this. And it's, I think, the first time in my life I'm telling this story so openly. But I think if you would have asked me last year, I wouldn't have been ready. But this year just feels like everything is different. And I really hope to have inspired some people to maybe get some, you know, people some thoughts, um, something they can pick up from here. And I'm also happy to connect with each and everyone over social media. If somebody wishes to have more talks on that, I'm, I'm absolutely uh, open to that. And as I said, I'm, I'm so thankful to be here tonight. Yeah, and uh, uh, totally, like if you want to plug your stuff, if people want to reach out to you, uh, I'll, I'll definitely put it in the show notes, but give it, like, let, give it out right now so people that are listening, they could hear if, like, if they want to connect with you. Yeah, where they can find me. You find me, guys, on Instagram. I mean, I'm on Facebook too, but this is like I try. I'm not. I'm not good at maintaining many platforms. So Instagram, yeah, me neither. Oh my god, it's like you know. I just said like, okay, let's focus on one thing first. Speaking of uh, time management, um, uh, you find me on Instagram under uh, IB or EV. So it's I I uh why why no it's vv right in english why why mm-hmm. yes, yeah. yes yes exactly ivana ivanek and uh you find yeah dm me let's have a chat uh, about sports we can speak about eating disorders we can speak about business i'm uh open to connect yeah definitely and that's that's how we connected at first like i said we just happened to be in the same group and yeah. just got to connecting and then you know we had that um this is a great conversation. I really enjoyed it. And uh, if you're open to it, I'd love to have you on again, uh, you know, maybe in another month or so, just to kind of, you know, oh, go over some more things. Like you said, we have, uh, we went over so much. And like you said, we could do like another four or five hours of this. Yeah, I think we scratched a few topics here. And um, I don't know, maybe the audience wants to give some some hints, like what you guys want to uh, listen more to. And I'm sure we're going to make this work, Louis. 
yeah, that's great. And like I said, I'd love to have you on again and have the conversation. And even if we don't uh, connect on the podcast, like just how we did over Zoom last time, like it's it's just great having a, a, a discussion, you know what I mean, about different things, you know, business, yeah. uh, fitness, uh, travel, you know, the digital lifestyle, basically. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, thank you so much for your time. I'm, I'm genuinely appreciative of it. And uh, thanks for hopping on. Yeah, thank you so much. And for you, it's now 10 o'clock a.m. Um, I'm going to sleep soon and I'm wishing you a wonderful day ahead. Yes, thank you so much. And uh, we'll keep uh, we'll keep connected over uh, social media. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to you soon, Louis. Thank you. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Hello. Hello. Hey. How cool is that? Right? Power of the internet. <laughs> yeah.